Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. So we're back with another OFL episode, and I'm I'm sure you're looking at the screen now, thinking it's it's a very shortened guest group we've got in it at the moment. And honestly, I've been messaging everybody through my through the messages. Uh, Jordan's had to drop out. I've got a few people who can't make it. And I, you know, I've been hunting high and low for some top-end guests. Fortunately, they're all busy right now, so we are stuck with Vinny today. How are we doing, Vinny? Yeah, we're doing well. It's good to know I'm a backup to all your <laughs> other guests that couldn't arrive, but star power. So what can we do? I mean, I think you're the, you're the, the backup to the backups at the moment. <laughs> this is how, how we've got it. It's been... It's been an interesting one to try and get this one together. Hopefully, we will be joined by Tom Mills from the uh, the Osburton Raiders. But he's having uh, internet issues in the hotel that he's booked out just for this show. We're, we're currently having the debate of whether it's a, a travel lodge or a Premier Inn. I'm going Holiday Inn. As I say, it, it doesn't look like he's uh, he's made the guest list for the hotel and been given one of the fancy rooms on site, but... We'll see how this one goes. So, first question we're going to ask, and this is a new one that we're going to throw in now. We're going to throw in a random question each week. Question for today. What are you drinking for, for tonight? Beer. Should probably. Budweiser. There we go. That's how we get the promotion of it. Not going for the squash you mentioned earlier? No, well, we did finish 3-0 last week, so I thought we'd celebrate. You know, spice it up a bit. Oh. Well, I'm going to add Tom in because he he said that he's he's going okay now. The spinning wheel in the corner of the screen says otherwise. But let's see. We'll, we'll we'll try and drag him in once we can. I'm just randomly sharing this mess this video to all the people that want to watch it. They're currently busy, busy too busy to be on the show, but they they can sit there and watch. So let's have a look at the last. Uh, Last game week, obviously, you just mentioned a three and zero game day for the Raccoons. Got to be happy with that one. Yeah. Um, so it's been a while since I've been at training, to be honest. So coming back, seeing us go three and zero, and just the energy the team had that, that week, like everyone was bouncing off each other, and then it just sent air transformed onto the field to get the three wins, which I think we've probably deserved, to be honest. I mean, I was watching. I think we did a. I'm trying to watch games. We covered. We covered the, the raccoons versus the steam. We covered the raccoons versus the titans. Both very very close games. Uh, one a bit more. I'm trying to think of the best word to put this one. And energetic and than the other one. Mm. But I mean, yeah, everyone. It was it were two very very good games and. Um, the other game, I'm trying to remember who the other game was now. This is terrible. Yeah, the Panthers, Pistons, even. Ah, the Pistons. Pist- Pistons, they, they were very, very short uh, squad this week. Yeah. They actually finished the game day with five players on the field, and one of them was actually injured. This, this is how bad they had it this week. But so let, let's uh, let's go to the first game that we're going to be sharing today. We've got the highlights from this one. Steam versus Raccoons. 
Firstly, I apologize for the poor sound quality. Was that an interception? It was, yeah. It was. I mean, I mean, I was watching this one, and it was he's lying on his back, somehow manages to to bat the ball around like three or four times as you watch it. But he held on to it. Yeah. Good concentration. Grabbed it. And I think they so that the score is currently twenty one seven at this point. The steam then go all the way down the other end of the pitch. And then we see Jordan in the middle. I mean, I was watching a lot. Of, I mean, I think he got a couple of interceptions for this game day. None of them were straight to him. He had to really work for the ball, concentrate on the batter rounds and things like that. But he managed to take this one. And then I think he got swarmed by, I think, two steam players and a couple of raccoons as well. But still managed to hold on to the ball. I think the best thing about that is that he wasn't anywhere near it. He's, if anything, he was probably more on the left-hand side of the field when he started at the middle linebacker and next thing you know, he's grabbed the ball between two pretty big men and came down with it. I mean, one of, one of the Leighton Steam players who is at, uh, at this point in time uh, as a receiver there, he's actually the, uh, that's Tom Charles, the guy that intercepted the ball down the other end of the field. Most of the Steam players are not exactly like the raccoons build of five foot two and quite skinny. Here we go. Tom Charles, number 87, cuts across the field, utilising his height advantage. I mean, who can get that on? There we go. There's Shea. It gives you kind of a, a, an idea of how tall these players are. Tall, but equally how small our team can be at times. It was one of the, uh, the raccoons' main thing, and. I mean, we were talking to a couple of the Steam players after the games and things, and they said that they, they can train against um, teams like Ware and the Gunslingers because they've got the height as well as the speed. But this, this one, they, were, uh, they, they said that they, they never really played against teams like this. I mean, the, the Raccoons are well known for having a squad of like 15 running backs. <laughs> And, and, you know, it's something that you can't really train against sometimes. But, yeah, he, he managed to hold on to the ball. But the final score, I think this is the, the set, the last highlight from this game, 27-20. And that brought the, uh, the, the steam game day, to uh, the, the unbeaten streak to an end. Have we got Tom Mills in with us now? Yeah, I'm here, mate. Sorry about that. The internet's woeful where I am. <laughs> Whereabouts are you right now? Um, I'm in a Premier Inn in Welling Garden wow. City. Living so, yeah, the life. Go. Living the life, mate. <laughs> we, we did say we, we were trying to work out, just, just looking at the background of your screen right there, where, whereabouts yeah. you were. You didn't quite make the guess this for the uh, the starting lineup for the for the wedding there, did you? Not quite, no. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm gonna, sorry, go on, mate. I've, I've already asked any of this question. We're going to start for the new random questions now to start off. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? 
Um, I've had a couple of fosters already. See that? Nice. Just had we just played golf, so yeah, couple of couple of fosters to finish the round. So you've uh, I don't know if you could see the highlight there from the the game on that one. We were just watching the the steam versus uh, the raccoons. Raccoons finally get like well, they've ended the steam winning streak. Yeah, I uh, saw that. Yeah. It was a good result for them, definitely. I watched a bit of the highlights on YouTube the other day and they played really well to, um, throughout the whole game, to be fair. So, uh, obviously, you guys haven't had the best start to the season, but, you know, you are a, a brand new team, really, aren't you? Yeah, so it's, it's obviously a, a difficult start. We're playing against a lot of, um, like, experienced teams, a lot of quality as well, but um we literally only started last september and we've been disrupted quite a lot with the lockdowns and things like that so um i think i think we've made a lot of progress in the three game days so far so hopefully our first win's not too far away and then um yeah we'll get going from there hopefully i mean it's always that worse i mean you've come into ofl ofl is the uh it's 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 like a step it's a lot of teams use it as like a, an introduction to flag football because you don't have to go through the affiliation process how have you yeah. found uh, OFL as a community, as as a as a league, and everything else? Yeah, it's been it's been fantastic so far. So um, Jordan's been excellent in the way he's organised everything and communicated everything really clear clearly with us at the start of the year. We were obviously a bit apprehensive about joining a league with like no experience and things like that. Um, but as you say, the affiliation process is quite it's quite long and lengthy. Um, even just like bank accounts and things like that, it takes what, at least 12 months before you can even get going. So um, this is a perfect way for us to get involved and then we'll see in the future if we're sort of ready to step up and start joining the other leagues. But um, this is on our doorstep as well. It's literally sort of two or three miles away from Ellsbarton. So um, it's a perfect sort of way for us to get involved. And all of the teams so far have been absolutely brilliant. The atmosphere is great, um, really good social atmosphere. Um, everyone's very supportive and they've given us some really positive feedback on like how we can improve and things like that and also what we're doing well considering um, the, the experience we've got really. So, yeah, really positive so far. So, just reading some of the comments we've had so far, Luke Gambrell's asking why there's no highlights of his shortlist run. Uh, I think I've actually, I think he's got a few videos where somebody pulled his shorts down. So, I think they're actually in one of the later videos because it happened again. Let's I heard someone mentioning that Jordan didn't even wear shorts. Is that true? Uh, for the well, in in this game here, the, he wasn't actually wearing shorts. I mean, I don't know. I heard a few comments a, on the on the stream about that. The, oh, they were on the stream, but they weren't necessarily from me. I think it was actually the referees <laughs> that have been talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I think he was going to flag him for it. So should have gone ahead with it, in my opinion. There we go. I mean, I, I'm not too sure what the rules would state on that one. I mean, <laughs> If, you, if you're going to kick out the commissioner of the league, that's that's a, that's a yeah. brave move as a referee. Ten-yard penalty, no shorts. I don't think it would go down too well. <laughs> but we've got the uh, the gunslingers versus the Pistons in this one. This was the final game of the day. And the Pistons were playing quite short anyway. They, I think they turned up with seven. One of them had to go halfway through the day. Uh, so they're left with six. Helen had to leave later on. So they're down to five. And you can see where it all sort of changes. So this, this is, I was talking to uh, Vinny just beforehand. Oh, there we go. So I see you were in the show. But Luke Madden is on this one. He, anybody who knows Luke, he doesn't look like an athlete. 
but then you get bits like this. There was a bit of a, a call for this. Drops the ball, and he's sort of on the goal line this point, and then he's gone. Beats one, cuts back inside, and then beats the third person. And it's sort of saying, he, he, I don't know how he's done this one, where it's like a... You know, you're just sort of like giving up. He's always, it looks like he's just given up on the play at that point. But it's, similar then, to, it's similar to that NFL play. I think it was maybe last season or the season before where the returners grabbed it, looked like he doesn't care, and then he's bolted and scored a touchdown. So maybe he's taking inspiration. There we go. I, mean, I think a lot more teams will, will sort of kind of like, if, if you do sort of fumble the ball now, they're not just going to give up. Yeah, we, we were on the sideline, I think, at that point, um, trying to get our breath back for a minute. And, um, yeah, it was an incredible play. It kind of just looked like everyone was wondering what's going on for a moment and then literally just exploded. And it's a great play to get to the end. I mean, th this play I've put in, it was a nice, this is, this is a nice catch by Jordan. And I, I kind of had to put it in. A, he, he gives me access to a lot of the information on the show for the, for the whole league. And he's already been sharing this all over social media. Jordan obviously playing centre. This is his shortest game. I don't know if the shorts are weighing him down. But a one-handed catch in the back of the end zone. Yeah, it's a great grab. I'm sure he... I mean, like I say, he was supposed to be on the show, but unfortunately he's had to drop out last minute. I'm sure he'd have been... I'm sure he's probably sat at home now watching, watching this video. <laughs> Jay Alexander, one of the, the top players of the Pistons, and when you look at the height and the, that he's got... I mean, the guy is like six foot two, I think. Yeah, you've got no chance trying to compete against that. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great to see him going against some of the, the, the Pistons players. Obviously, they've got the height. No, sorry, not the Pistons, the, uh, the steam. A lot more yeah. height. I think. But not only to, to have the, to make the catch, but also to realise that he was just, just outside of the end zone when he caught it. And to do that one little side step in. Yeah, a bit of flair on that as well at the end, definitely. And then we, we, we see Jay in action once again. So th th this game was a lot closer than I had it. Uh, this was currently 21-19 in the second half. Jay's playing over the far side. Oh, wow. There we see. <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick. I mean, again, interception is always good. He did kneel as soon as soon as he got that ball. He knew again where he was on the field, dropped to his knee. I think a few of the, the, the gunstingers did ask why he didn't run it out, and he said there was no chance he was going to make it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that, that's something we've learned a lot as well. Like, and uh, that's our sort of lack of experience really with the Raiders over time. It's just little things like that where you get uh, pick in the end zone, you try and run it back, and you get your flag taken at the one yard or two yard or something like that, and you don't really get anywhere, and it's just. Small moments in the game like that that can actually make quite a big difference. I, I think that's yeah, that's something that's just going to come across with like the the time and the experience on that one. But I, I think sometimes you get the you, once you've uh, caught the ball offensively or defensively, part of your brain will sometimes just go, "Let's run and see what I can do," and it, it doesn't always go the best. Yeah, it's just about staying in the moment, I suppose, isn't it? Just sort of. Not getting too carried away with yourself. See, th this was one of the, the game-changing moments for me. Alexander, uh, Big J Alexander on the other side. If you watch, he'll, he'll do like a five and in. But you watch him pull up with a, I think it was his hamstring injury that he, he mentioned. 
And obviously, at that point, you're twenty-one nineteen down, and you've just lost one of the uh, the key players on your on your field. They can't sub him out because they've only got five players with them that day. He uh, he actually moved to centre and just snapped the ball and stayed. He stayed there, and that was it. And then defensively, they were down a man because he played middle linebacker sort of role, but couldn't move. Yeah, and he seems. I don't know the Pistons that well, but like it seems like he's a, a sort of big game player for them as well. Like he's obviously got the interception earlier on, it touched down as well, so it's going to make quite a big difference in the game. So if you watch this, so this is now the uh, the Pistons driving downfield, twenty one nineteen. There's there's about five six minutes left on the in the game. The clock on this is slightly out, um, but this this is the gunslinger sort of ended the the drive there. So I will point out that it did go. So it was 28-25 when after the Pistons scored their touchdown. And they actually they actually went for three to tie the game. And the, the unfortunate thing is they only had three receivers, basically. Yeah. We had a go at that the other week against the Pistons um, in, this, in the second game day. Um, I think we thought, like, yeah, it'll be all right. We'll go for it and see what happens. And, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot harder than it looks. But yeah, so they, they only basically managed to send three receivers in. Uh, Nelms was at the back of the end zone, made a jump for the ball. He didn't quite make the catch, but I think if it had landed, he would have been out of bounds anyway. So, but the yeah, the Pistons have come on great on this one. Uh, we do have your one. Unfortunately, I, I don't know if you watched your your video for this one. I did miss your your opening touchdown. Yeah, I was going to bring that up with you, mate. What happened? <laughs> So basically, I, I think I, I think I just went to the toilet. I'll be honest. I went to the toilet, and the game started a lot quicker than I was expecting. And it was just like I came over, and I was like, "Okay, I'll start your game now." And then I was like, "You know, no one scored, have they?" And it was like, "Yeah, it's six 0 to the Raiders." Yeah, I'll let you I'll off this time, mate. I'll let you off. I remember watching this game from the sidelines, and I think we were playing the Titans at, at the time. And every time you turn your head, just look. There's a deep ball, and someone's scoring a touchdown, or someone's scoring it. An interception, and you're thinking this is, must be a close game. Um, it just happens, they're just throwing it deep every ball. Yeah, it started off quite tight. I think it was only one one score in it at half time, possibly. But yeah. then, second half, we just ran out of steam, and that was the sort of theme of our weekend, really. Every game we kind of started off all right, and then just yeah, quickly ran out of steam because we only had sort of five, six players. Yeah. So I've pulled out one highlight of this one. It's not the guy in the back doing the handstands. One of one of their one of their ringers that they brought in from the Cougars somehow dancing his way through for the score. And I think that was their fun. So that made it 35-18. And then we have Raccoons versus Titans, which was one of the other games that we covered for that day. This is a uh, I mean, Tom, who, do you do the throws for your team or is it someone else? Who's doing yours? Sorry, say that again, mate. Who does, who does your throw-offs? Uh, so I call back Jamie who does that. Is he doing all right with those ones? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's throwing it up nice and high. So, Well, Meshach has got the, uh, the idea of throwing it up nice and high. Just not the distance, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, if you look where he's standing... Oh... <laughs> Uh, I didn't know what to expect then for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
I think he's he's, uh, he's had this trouble a few times now. He, he's got a good arm. It, it's the it's the angle at which he's throwing it now. I don't think he took any uh, geometry or like trigonometry lessons at school. <laughs> did he throw one out of bounds later on to start off? Because he just he did. Yeah, I can't crazy. remember which game it was. I saw one happen later on. He just sort of threw it to the sideline and nothing happened. Yeah, that that was legal though in, in that instance. Yeah. I think it was uh, mirror other teams, the team even. So, so Tom, as a, obviously we can't give too much away. But what's your technique for the for the throw-offs? Where does your where does your QB normally go to? Where would you be going to if you were throwing it? Um, I think we just sort of go as deep as possible, really, and then just try and close the space from there. Um, our QB is pretty quick as well, so um, just try and sort of get people up past him, really before the person's caught the ball and then just try and force them to a sort of one side of the field if possible. Vinny, what would your tactic be if you were taking the thrust? Throw it high, but also horizontal, so it gets to the other end, at least. So this is something that's been talked about a few times with the OFL bit, where they do actually have the thrust. Obviously, it's a new thing. Well, it's something that Baffer teams don't normally do. And the, the ruling seems to be very uh, open to interpretation on this bit, where where the ball can land and things like that. So a lot of teams are now going for the drill it through the back of the end zone or drill it out the sideline. I think there's a few uh, teams are doing that one. Sort of like almost like a coffin corner punt. So you know, we'll try and speak to Jordan. If he's uh, watching this one, he can try and make a little note on this bit. But we do have... It was, it was a week of the ringers. Titans brought in, Titans brought in Matt Tibbles, the... the uh, uh, the the gunslingers brought in a few of the cougars, caught in the middle of three defenders, and then somehow comes out the other side. That's a great grab, to be fair. And then, I mean, what what do you follow up Matt Tibble's highlight with? And Matt Tibble's highlight. <laughs> so I think he's been mainly covered by Shadow. Is it bullet blitz on this one with a dump off pass? And somehow, again, misses three tackles. I mean, you can even see Gav, uh, the, the Raccoon's defender at the back there. If you see a player coming out of that bit, you're expecting him to be tackled. Yeah. Yeah, it's like two or three players around him, I suppose. and Don't expect him to go to them for the field, that's for sure. I mean, if you see Gav, this guy here, he's, he's sort of like stopped and gone, you've tackled him, that's great. And then only realised then that it's it's not gone quite according to plan. But that yeah, that was uh, that made it twenty to seven. So this this is another weird one. So uh, we have Hannah with the highlight on this one. She lined up at a bullet blitz, but for some reason the Titans went then went to a. Uh, they had Adam Rabino at shotgun. Matt Tibbles actually comes across and takes the snap. Which then means that they haven't used their bullet blitz. So if you like, so Matt Tibbles will come in and motion behind the behind the center. Hannah with that a nice easy. That doesn't count as a bullet blitz. No. No. So because what the, uh, because obviously any, any handoff means that you can now cross the line of scrimmage. You basically anyone yeah. can blitz from any distance. Because yeah. they because they uh, she pitched it back, or because uh, Matt Tibbles pitched it back. That's. It's given them a free play, basically. 
Yeah, lost what sort of five, ten yards on that one as well. And that actually ended the drive. That's a good. So, what I want to know is if, if that was an audible to the bullet pit or if that was just predetermined play and it's just or just didn't pay out. But only they would know, wouldn't they? I mean, I, I could I, I say I would try and message Adam Rabino now, but he's one of the the people that can't come on the show because they're currently at a wedding, planning a wedding, getting married. But then this is the next play. So they've just gone, got a tackle for a loss. Luke Gamble with the dragging a player along by his shorts and misses another one. So, that, so they've gone from 2019 down, got a tackle for a loss, gone full length of the field and scored. Uh, we haven't got the extra point on this one, but it's now 26-20. And then we have, so Jordan, the guy that we saw in the earlier highlight for the interception. I mean, th this guy is, uh, I think Finney, if I remember rightly, he's got no football experience, really. Yeah, he's he's as rookie as it gets in terms of flag. doesn't know. He's still learning, best way to say, but last week he showed what he has in terms of talent. I mean, we, we've, I think there was another conversation about this recently. Is would you rather have the guy with the experience or the the raw athletic talent? I mean, Tom, what, what if you had the choice between two players like that? If you had a, a natural athlete or someone who's played the the sport for 10, 15 years, may have lost a little bit on his pace. We'll call him Steve, just for example. Um, you know, which one would you pick? I mean, we've got a whole team of rookies, and I think the biggest difference is the people who are most athletic. So they can—they're the ones who can really sort of make the big plays on offense and defense. So um, I know sort of our our quarterback also goes in as the blitzer sometimes as well. He's probably our most athletic player, and he will love that I've said that about him. Um, so, <laughs> but he got quite a few sacks in the first couple of game days, just going after the quarterback, and it does make a big difference. You you kind of in no man's land, really, if you're not getting to the quarterback, if you're five yards off every single time. So, yeah, I would definitely go for the athletic player and then use the experienced player in a, in another way, obviously. Vinny, would you go for the, the pure athletic power or would you go for Steve? Uh, I mean, it's very dependent on the position, isn't it? But if you're talking, in this instance, a blitzer, you just want pure speed. Yeah. We've got pure speed here. So they, they were they were 2019 down. He gets the safety to end the game 28-20. I think this was the second game for the Raccoons. I oh, know this was the first one. First. So there, there we have our highlights from the week. Yeah, we'll stop sharing that screen now if you want. What makes it funny about that is Jordan just didn't know what a safety was either. <laughs> Why is everyone celebrating? Like, You've just got us two points. I think that. I mean, that's got to be a great one to not know. Yeah, everyone's jumping around and cheering. And go, oh my god, that was great! And it's like, why? What, what happened? <laughs> but let, let's have a quick look at the at the league table. Uh, then we'll, we'll share the screen again now. Sure, you kept that on up. So, Elspar, and you're currently still at the bottom. You've got you've played nine, but you've got that draw against the Pistons. Yeah, that was a good game to be fair. 
it's one of the one of the bad things is that obviously a lot of the teams, the Pistons have got, although they're a new team, they're they're like an offshoot of the old Panthers squad, so they've got a lot of experience. There's no really new squads to this one. So you a lot of a lot of divisions or leagues things would have like five or six very experienced teams, and then like four unexperienced teams, and you sort of battle it out between yourselves. You you've sort of dropped into like a an experienced league straight away on that one but it, although you've lost the eight games each week you, you can see the scores are getting a lot closer and you're, you're slowly you can, you can see I wouldn't be surprised if you do pick up a win this season yeah I'm really hopeful we will um, we've had quite a few sort of tight games I know against the Titans I think it was only one score and um, Panthers was only one score Pistons we got a draw there as well and then, um, yeah, I mean, the other team, it seems to be a little bit of a sort of, there's two divisions within one league, if you know what I mean. So, um, like, we've been sort of absolutely hammered by the steam on two occasions and um, and also against the gunslingers as well. But we're sort of, we're just trying to stay in the games as long as possible, really. And then hopefully we can sort of, I think it just comes down to the fitness side of things, but also the experience as well. And fingers crossed, we'll be able to sort of pick up a win before the end of the year. I mean, I definitely agree with your point about the two divisions in the league. I mean, if you look at the, the fourth place, I mean, it's weird to see that, that when you look at the t- table from last week, fourth place, Leighton Steam are currently on six and two. Fifth place are currently two and six. Uh, so it is two divisions in that one. Uh, Pistons, shorthanded on the last game day. They've got the one draw. And the uh, the seven losses, they played one less game than you. Panthers and the, the Titans both on two and six, only set by uh, only separated by points difference. Then you go to the Leighton Steam. They were what six and zero last week. Sorry, five and zero last week. Won one game against you guys, and then lost two in a row, which was a, a shock result. I'm sure, a lot of the uh, the people tuning this one, especially in the, in the chat group, is probably going to go off in a minute. Raccoon's currently third in the division. Vinny, if at the start of the season, obviously you were fairly new to the Raccoons. Yeah. If you'd have looked at that division altogether and seen everybody there, where would you would you have guessed that's where but the Raccoons would have been finishing? Or I know it hasn't finished yet, but where they would be right now. So I would say yes, because I played against the Gunslingers and they're one heck of a team when everyone's when everyone's there, they're all clicking along. Played against the Steam back in my Huntsman days, and again, they were good. They were really good. So I was expecting them maybe top two from the end of the year. Werewolves, to be honest, wasn't aware of them. In all uh, honesty. So, so you did there. Um, so I don't know what I've done there, but okay. So to see them second is, is probably the biggest shock for me. Um, and then where we're at third. Probably where I'll say, okay, that's acceptable. Obviously, we'd like to be higher, but if you were to go on paper, third would be where would be putting us. The werewolves, fair play to them. I mean, the wolves were, I think, the last Baffa season that was fully played by everybody, especially when the, the raccoons were there. I think were like Southeast B. So there'd have been a new division from us, I think. Yeah, they, they, they were a decent squad then. And I, I would have put the the top four teams that are in there now would have been my guess for the top four. Um, the Panthers, I thought, would have been closer to the fourth position, but I think they 
the problem they've had is that they've currently split their squad. When they when they had their their split, they went Panthers and Pistons. Obviously, they're two separate teams, but I think I thought they would have been closer than that. Obviously, what if the Titans would have been closer as well? Yeah, the, so to see them at two and six is quite quite shocking, to be honest. But then obviously, this, is, this isn't the same Titans that is the Baffer Titans. No, so uh, I mean they they had Matt Tibbles there for this week, um, but no. I don't know whether it's a uh, if it's a squad split for them that's sort of like yeah they've halved their, their their squad so they've halved the talent. It's no no disrespect to them in any way. It's just a case of you know you have got to split your squad somehow, and they they, they may be using this as more of like a developmental squad. A lot of their newer players are coming into this one. Uh, what we've we got next? Let's go. Let's go team of the week. So as we look at it first, stat leaders, Adam Grimrod is still the top of the, the QB chain and it's not surprising. He's thrown 49 touchdowns so far this season. And then if you look at the next stat, receiving touchdowns, 20 of them have been to, to Jordan. Uh, Dan Spence has now overtaken the lead in the rushing touchdowns, now with three touchdowns. I, I, I forgot to put this in the first couple of weeks, but Jordan Mille has actually got the most extra points as well. And as we saw before, Luke Madden now joined Shad on the uh, the throw of returns. Tom Charles with his 10 interceptions, one of them on his back from the, in the last game day. Luke Madden is, I think Luke Madden missed uh, a week of game days, but is now back on top of the table with sacks. Also top of the table with safeties, he's got two of those. And then defensive touchdowns, Meshach McCook, uh, Matthew McIntyre and Tom Charles of the steam. All top of the table there. Team of the week on offense. Luke Gamble with five touchdowns. Sam Prosser with four touchdowns for the Raccoons. Jordan Mele with his third appearance on there with four touchdowns. Mason Reed with six touchdowns, making his second appearance. Adam Grimrod basically just he, he lives on this team of the week squad now. He's doing fine with it. Uh, Josh Rader from the Gunslingers, eight interceptions. Not bad for, for one game day. Tyler Shield with four. Jamie Bates for the for the Raiders, three interceptions. I mean, I, I did look at his stats and he was very, very close to a a stat bingo. He's only, he's only missing, I think, three stats to have one of everything for the for the last game day. Yeah, like we were we were really short on players last week. We only had sort of half the people available, so literally doing a bit of everything. So he's um quarterback, occasionally a receiver, defensive back, blitzer every now and then. <laughs> it's literally any job available, really. So we've got uh, Michael Davis of the Wolves and Jordan Lee of the Raccoons, both uh, Team of the Week on uh, the, the linebacker slots. If I just quickly bring up the uh, the player stats, if I can get this one. I've lost him now. There he is. So, as I just said, Jamie Bates is... All he needs, he needs to start doing some extra points. He needs to catch one, he needs to run one, and he needs a safety. I'm guessing he doesn't take your throw off returns. Oh, yeah, he did that on Saturday as well. So he, he, needs, <laughs> he, he needs one of them. And he'll, be, he'll be closer yeah. to, to stat bingo. I think, I'm not too sure if anyone else is actually closer. I think we'll make that happen. We'll try yeah, anyway. Yeah. 
But looking at the, uh, the the table as it stands now, this will be where the uh, the playoffs will be going if it, if the game was to finish right now. So the Gunslingers, you'd be you'd be facing those guys again. Uh, the Raccoons would be facing the Panthers. The Steam would be against the Titans, and the Wolves would be against the Pistons. Should be some interesting games on those ones. Um, would you be happy to face the Gunslingers in in a uh, in a quarterfinal game there, Tom? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we will probably need a couple of wins before then to try and get a different quarterfinal. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Um, we 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 started well against them the other day, but yeah, there's there's a complete golfing class really between us and them, and it's going to be like that for a while, I think. See, this is the thing with the the, the gunsling, as we said before, that it depends on who who they manage to get in. The gunslingers obviously have their their core five or six players, but when one of them drops out, they they do send out a a quick bat signal and going, who's free this weekend? Who can play? And as you can see, there's a lot of players on the on the Gunslingers uh, squad that don't have their surname on the jersey because they've got that many spare jerseys. That are, you know, they, they're going to need all these ones. Vinny, uh, if you if you if this was how it ended now against the Panthers, fairly confident in that game. I mean, it'll be a tough game. Last game time we played the Panthers, it was I think it was the last play won it for us, if not the second to last. So. It's definitely not going to be an easy game, and you know you can't take it just by looking at the table. You have to make sure you concentrate on the field. Yeah, I think the last one was the uh, the controversial bullet blitz that may or may not have been used. I think I was talking to the other Panthers. They did actually watch the game footage back, and there was a I'm going to say an inadvertent uh, bullet blitz used. I think there was there was a, a slight misread there, uh, communication or something. But they had used it, so it, yeah, it was Lawrence on the extra point, I think, who who got the the extra go at it, and it worked. But now, now we're going to go to what are your predictions for the for the upcoming game days? So we're going to go through these, not necessarily in a time based order. I've already got a few of uh, other people's votes for these ones. So uh, Vinny, we're going to go to you first on this one. Yeah, it's the Titans versus the Panthers. Who's going to win this one? I think the Panthers are going to sneak a win. What? As a team, they're getting better each game. The Titans, it pretty much depends who shows up for them on that week. But if you were to go off just last week, I think the Panthers should get the win. Uh, Tom, what have you got for this one then? Uh, a couple of our lads who started with us last year have moved over to the Titans, so I'm going to give give it to the Titans. So, uh, Jordan has currently gone for the Titans. Adam Rabano has fairly obviously gone for the Titans. Uh, I'm actually going to agree with Vinny on this one. I, I think the Panthers may be able to squeeze this one out. This It will be close, like you said. And I, I think it's more going to be down to the case of the Panthers will normally turn up with 15, 16 players. The Titans have been turning up with about six or seven. And Tom, you know this one now. It, it's it's hard to play with seven players without the energy levels and everything. Yeah, I mean, I can walk until Wednesday. So, yeah, I can definitely vouch for that. <laughs> I mean, I was the same. I didn't even play, but I, I still couldn't play. I feel like 
Uh, next game we've got, we're going to go Tom first on this one. It's the Steam versus the Titans this time. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steam on this this one, I think. I think they'll bounce back from, obviously they had a couple of um, bad results this week, but I think they'll bounce back from that. Uh, Vinny, what's your bet on this one? I think the Steam, you know, back to back to track, back on track to where they're meant to be. I think last week they might have got a bit complacent, maybe. Um, and then come the third game, they've gone back to where they were. So I reckon the Steam, com- comfortable winners. Uh, I've got Luke on, on the on the comments saying the Panthers will just beat the Titans. If you also carry on sending me his predictions in, I'll add them to his, his little sheet. Uh, we've got next, it's the Titans versus the Pistons. Uh, Vinny, we're going to get you first on this one. Pistons. If uh, Jay is fit. Otherwise, Titans. Oh, so you, you can't you can't like start changing on on injury reports and things like that. You get you get you sticking with the Pistons. He's got a month, so Pistons. You are you hoping that he doesn't injure himself in the in the uh, in the midweek training? We do. I'd be wrapping up him wrapping him up in bubble wrap. Uh, Tom, what's your bet on this one then? Um, I'm going to go with Titans again on this one. I think. Um, it depends, it depends on what squad they've got available. If they've got six or seven, it might be a bit different, but um, I feel like they've got a bit of pace on their offence, so I think that, that could be their sort of game-changer in that one. That's too bad, that one. Guys, if, you're, if you are going to send me in your uh, predictions, please, please put, like, Panthers to beat this team, not not Pistons to win, because I've got three games for this one. Um, so... We, Gonna guess on this. It's Steam again. This time against the Pistons. Tom, what's your bet on this one? Uh, I'm going for the Steam again. Again, I don't feel like they're gonna sort of continue what happened at the weekend. So, yeah, I think they'll sort of win that by a couple of scores, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement on that one, Vinny. I'm gonna go Steam. I'm gonna go. It'll be a shutout win as well. Steam again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. Um, sorry, did Pistons, right? Steam versus Pistons. Yeah, yeah. Steam versus yeah. Pistons. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I'm just reading the comments about well. so Luke Gamble says, with Ollie Tibbles, could be a Titans win against the Pistons. That's the thing. It's, there's so many players they could just rope in that could just change everything. It's one of the more uh, exciting things when it comes to the OFL thing. Obviously, you don't have to register players. So you could turn up one week with a completely different squad. Mm. Uh, we've got next uh, Wolves versus OGs. Uh, Tom, we're going to go to you on this one. And the Wolves obviously had their three wins this weekend. Yeah. So they're obviously in, in good form, but I still think the OGs will come good with that. It'll be a close game though, probably only sort of a score or so in it, maybe. I mean, the Wolves won all three last week. The Gunslingers won all three last week. Currently top of the table. Um, I'm trying to think now. I get the standings back up. It's Gunslingers have played 10. But I need these detail one. They've played 10, won nine, lost one. Where have played nine, won eight, lost one. Uh, Gunslingers are currently on plus 194 for their points. 
the Wolves are currently on plus 86. Just to give you a bit of an extra thing to think about. Are you sticking with the OGs on that one then, Tom? Yeah, definitely. I think the Wolves seem to like make a lot of their games quite close, even against the teams that are sort of lower down in the tables. It was still only sort of one point or one score in all of the games. But yeah, I think the OGs will win that one. Maybe more than one score that I said a minute ago as well. <laughs> Vinny, what's your bet on this one then? I think OGs, easy winner, easy winners. Yeah, I've gone, I've gone opposite on this one. I think the Wolves are going to win this one. Um, I think purely based on the fact that it's it's going to be the same Wolves squad that they train with every single week. The the, the OGs, although they do have a lot of, like the the players turning up, it's about whether they, they can click on the field in those in that one game that they've got. I think the Wolves, it'll be, it will be close, but I think they should just edge them out. Uh, we've got another Wolves game. This time it's the Wolves versus the Pistons. Uh, Vinny, who are you going with? Wolves. And Tom? Yeah, I'm going Wolves on that one as well. I'm not, I've got to say on that one. I, I don't really see... Again, the Pistons are fairly... Uh, they haven't got a big depth chart on that one, so they, they may be struggling. Uh, Panthers versus Steam. Tom, who are you going for on this one? I'm going for a hat-trick for the Steam, I think, on, on the next game day, so I think they'll win and um, probably put up a few points as well, I think. Yeah, I, I do kind of feel bad for the teams that are playing the Steam this week. I mean, they've got the Titans, the Pistons and the Panthers. They expected to go in last week and obviously win all three of the continue their undefeated run. And I think this week it'll be like a redemption week. Vinny, you going for the steam as well? Yeah, steam. I reckon they're probably going to put 140 across three games. More than 140. Well, that's, that's a I reckon, I reckon they're going to go out and just beat everyone. No mercy. So 140 points in three games. Yeah. What about defensively? How many are they going to concede on this one? You, you put one number, right? you've got to put the other one. Less than 50. Less than 40, even. Less than 40. Let me just make a quick note of this one. <laughs> Vinny says, this, this, this could be a new little like, segment of the show I might start bringing in. Vinny says, <laughs> Steam to score 140 and concede less than 50. I mean, I don't know if any of the steam, uh, sorry, the the Titans, the Pistons, or the Panthers are actually listening to this one. And I will point out that all comments made by Vinny are not necessarily the views of the channel. Uh, next game, and it's uh, Panthers versus Raccoons. Uh, Tom, who are we going for? I'm going to go for the raccoons to um, continue good, good momentum from this weekend. I think. Vinny, you, you're going to be brave. No, it's going to be raccoons, and it's not going to be. It's not going to be close as <laughs> last time either. I think from looking at what we did last week, something's clicked, and I reckon maybe two and a half score game. There we go. You no. starting to put numbers in this one now. <laughs> I mean, it's that weird one where it's uh, 
I've normally got pod messing me going, no, the raccoons are going to lose this one. They're going to lose that one. Yeah. I don't, I'm surprised he's still allowed to train in sometimes. He is uh, an <laughs> Okay, so here's going to be the interesting one. Uh, the next game I've got on the list it, it is the raccoons again against the raiders. Vinny, who are you going for? Hmm. Well, it's a different QB playing this, them this time. So... I think, I think it's going to be us. Um, I think it's probably going to be a wider difference than it was last time as well. Uh, Tom, what do you want to say on that one? What, what was the difference last time? Sorry, I missed game day one. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, I QB'd the first game. It wasn't probably not the best. <laughs> he QB'd uh, the first game and you still lost. That's terrible. Uh, it was game day one. It was 44-19. Yeah, I mean, it's a head and heart sort of moment, isn't it? I can't, you can't sit on here and like go against your own team, surely. Our pod, pod does it every single week, so it's fine. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go Raiders by one score. <laughs> I have to, I can't go against my own team. No, I, I'm going to you a on that one. Uh, I mean, Vinny said it's going to be. It was 44-19 last game. You said it's going to be an even bigger points difference this time. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to score 50 points. So I've got to work out how we're going to do that in the next four weeks. But we'll, we'll figure something out, hopefully. Oh, this, this has been an interesting game. This, uh, um, next one we've got is another Raccoons game, this time against the Gunslingers. Tom, who are you going for? Um, I'm going to go for the Gunslingers. I can feel the daggers coming already, but... Yeah, I'm going to go for the Gunslingers. They're on a good run at the moment, so It'll be a good game, though, based on what I saw this weekend. Did they play each other this weekend as well? No, that they have no. played each other so far. Uh, where's the? Have they played each other? Yeah, it was 28-6 last time in favour of the Gunslingers. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with the Gunslingers again. I think. Vinny, I mean, I, I can. I've already typed it in. Yeah, I think I think last game day, Mish, that was the first time he's played up against a team with a lot of experience in terms of defence. And I reckon now he's had a few games under his belt. He's going to start performing. He'll perform like he has done in the other game. So I think we're going to win and win maybe maybe by an extra point or two. So there we go. Uh, the last one, it's a Raiders game again. And it's against the Wolves. Uh, Vinny, who are you going for? I'm going to go with the Wolves. It'll be pretty tight. Uh, Tom? Yeah, I'd love to... <laughs> I'd like, how much can I keep being optimistic? But um, I think we got beat quite comprehensively by the Wolves last time, but um, we're going to turn it around and again win by one score. <laughs> I mean, you've got some close games this week. You win every game by one score. Yeah, we're. I mean, it's going to be like 50 points to 40-something, but we're going to have to, yeah. <laughs> Something's going to happen, hopefully. I mean, just looking at the previous game, it was 47-12 in favour of the Wolves last time. Yeah, okay. we've got... Yeah, we're going to have to pull up some trees on offence, but I think we can do it. I'm not. I'm just joking, by the way. I'm... <laughs> 
<laughs> I know you, you can't take this back. I mean, you, you've already said that Jamie's an athletic player, so you might as well go in, go in everything now. Oh, I could tell you a lot of stuff about Jamie, but I don't think he would really appreciate me putting that on a podcast. I see that now. What, see, if, now you what, what, yeah. What, once we get into this show, if you want, you can carry on talking, and I'll, I promise I won't record it. Yeah. It'd be fine. I mean, yeah, I don't think everyone else would mind, but. I'd, yeah, I might be getting a message from him later on if I reveal a lot of things about him. Uh, so I am going to ask you one last question. Um, if you had to pick one game that you, you, you know, doesn't matter who's playing elsewhere, but if you could watch one game, what would it be? What is your game of the week? Uh, Vinny, what's your pick of the week this time? It would have to be us against the Gunslingers. Yeah, it's that one, but that's OG. There it is. Uh, Tom, what about your one? Um, I'd like to watch back the first half of us versus Panthers because <laughs> that's where we do it. I think we were up by a score at half time, and then maybe just I think we went up by two scores just after half time before we completely capitulated at the end. Um, but I quite enjoyed watching the, the game you just mentioned um, between yourselves and. Um, the steam, I think it was, got a bit feisty as well. So. It did. Oh, yeah, I think that was just a close game, and it was a bit of nerves on that one. But what, what's, your, what's your pick of the week for for the upcoming week? Um, it's us getting fifty points against the raccoons, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find out there it is. If we're putting numbers on everything today, then. Well, apparently, well, Vin, Vinny started it with like calling yeah, out the so. steam for their entire offense and saying how they're going to do everything. I mean, my, my pick of the week is probably going to be the Wolves versus the the Gunslingers. It's a top of the table clash, and it, yeah, that should be a. I, I think it's, it's one of those ones that if if the Wolves, or if the if the whoever wins that one, I think I could see them sort of like staying at the top of the table. Then, obviously, the the. I mean, have they played each other yet? Everyone's played everyone now. This is the second round. The last time they played, the Gunslingers beat the Wolves forty to fifteen. I think it's a it's a contrast in style, isn't it? Of play, like all of the top four teams have a very much like different style of play from what I've experienced so far. So I think that's why the Gunslingers will probably come good. It's but um, the Wolves always seem to win the tight game. So if they can sort of keep the plays going as long as possible, keep the drives going as long as possible, then maybe they've got a chance. But I think the Gunslingers, will, they can score quite freely, can't they? So It should be an interesting game on those ones. Uh, so, yeah, one, one last thing is I just want to thank you both for taking the time out, for, for joining us on this show. Hope, hopefully the, the, the wedding is going well for you tomorrow, Tom. Yeah. It's not my wedding, by the way. Before anyone, oh no, no. <laughs> I mean, everyone else. So, uh, as I said before, I, I messaged Adam Rabana, who's currently getting married. I messaged uh, Jared from the Pan uh, the Pistons. He's currently planning a wedding. And then when you mentioned that you, you you could be able to do it, but you're at a wedding as well tomorrow. I'm thinking, is this just like the? No, no one, no one seems to plan weddings around football seasons. It's it's terrible. I mean, I mean, I think we 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 had a, the the raccoons wedding coming up in September, 
and it had to be made sure that it wasn't a game day. So this is where teams need to plan for this. Tom, I'm, I'm guessing it's not a flag football player that's getting married. No, it's one of one of my mates from cricket that's getting married tomorrow. So he's done it on a Friday, so that it doesn't affect cricket on a Saturday, though. So that's pretty good going, to be fair. When you say it doesn't affect it, I mean, how, how many hungover well, players are you going to have? About five, I think. So yeah, it probably it probably will affect it. <laughs> we, we might we might actually win as well. So <laughs> you, um, you need to invite all the other team to the wedding. Get yeah, them drunk, that, and then you can carry on playing. Just get everyone involved. Yeah, there we go. But I don't so think we've got any. Well, we haven't got any Raiders weddings in lined up. I don't think I'm probably next on the list, but I don't want my girlfriend to hear that just quite yet. So um, <laughs> probably edit that out if you can, mate. Please. <laughs> Oh, in this in this live show, I'm sorry, mate. It's all yeah. it's all gone out now. Uh, I'm, I think I'm, I'm guessing she's not tuning in. Well, she knows I'm on here, so you never know. But yeah, I'm probably next on the next on the list. See what you need to do now is obviously you know Jamie's going to be listening to this show and passing messages on, going like he's already yeah. talked about it. Oh, mate, he, he he wears Crocs, so I've, I've got yeah. That just <laughs> end, it ends the conversation really quickly. So. So there we go, guys. Thank you once again for joining us. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll have a, a nice dry game day next time. Uh, it was slightly damp for the, this one, but there we go. That's another week over and done with, and we'll see you soon. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and Fifteen Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor Nuola for all your customized sportswear supplies.